What's up, everybody? It's your favorite podcast, Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Trey. Thank you. I always appreciate the love support. I really, truly do. Hope you all are having a wonderful time so far. I know I am. Hope this quarantine doesn't keep you guys too down. Everyone that I've talked to thus far, at least the majority of you all, have been saying they're like stuck. They're, they're torn. They're, they're, they're itching to come out and to go outside. I'm just like, bro, just take your time. Just sit back. Relax. We ain't you're not going nowhere. We ain't got anything to do, you know, except for watching these sports, you know, like the last dance. You already know we're going to talk about that. A couple other things to talk about, too. Also, did y'all hear that, there, that some sports are considering playing in front of cardboard box fans, like cutting out fans in the form of cardboards? To me, that sounds stupid. That's like all Scooby-Doo when, you, when they would walk around the haunted house and the mysterious, those eyes in the paintings would just be mysteriously following you everywhere. That's just how I would get, like, imagine you making the top-notch play and you look in the stands and you see a cardboard box. Like, bro, that's just taking up so much of the energy right there. You're like, fuck it, I'm, I'm, I'm about to just go back and play defense, man. <laughs> Screw this. So, yeah, with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we ain't gonna talk about none of that foolishness during the show. I just wanted to bring it up to y'all. I didn't know if y'all caught it or not because it sounded foolish to me. So, with all that being said, let's go ahead and slide right on into the show. Y'all already know how we do. Half one, Magic Johnson and Wilt Chamberlain. Nah, that don't sound right. Michael Jordan and Wilt Chamberlain. That sounds a little bit right. Why am I bringing them fellas up? You know, they're they're both relatively dominant. You know, in their eras, <laughs> like Wilt was phenomenal. Jordan was phenomenal. The main difference was Jordan was six and zero. Wilt wasn't as fortunate. Um, Wilt has more of the statistical advantage in terms of individual play and dominance as opposed to Jordan. However, let's not get it twisted. Again, these two are legends. You can make the easy case for why both should be considered the GOAT. Okay, greatest of all time. This this kind of a rivalry now, and I never really wanted to piece it, I, I, never, I never really wanted to look at these two as such, but apparently Isaiah Thomas is on record for saying Wilt went to Jordan and told him they had to change the rules for Wilt so he couldn't dominate, could not dominate. Meanwhile, they changed the rules for Jordan so that way he could dominate. And you never really just think about it, like, damn, bro, like we're not gonna get out of this whole GOAT discussion ever because when you think about GOATs, okay, we brought up Jordan, Will, Kobe, LeBron, hell, you can even throw KD in there if he wins a couple more rings, so. We're, we're just not going to escape this GOAT discussion. And again, you can make the case for Jordan as, again, the six rings, the MVPs, the accolades, the international advantage that he had, and, 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 and the international influence that he had. Will is just a legend. I mean, hell, we all recognize Will as the man who scored 100 points in a game, averaged 50 points in the season got about 20 blocks in a game at one point in time, I'm sure multiple times in his career. And all the stats, all the stats for Wilt weren't really recorded. So we're not getting, we can't really give him a fair shake, but it's not fair to take away from Jordan what we didn't give to Wilt, stats wise. So again, you can make the case for either. It's really, I, I really do appreciate the fact that Wilt got brought up. Uh, one, it makes you, it, it brings Will back up because I feel like we don't Will, we don't bring Wilt up in the discussion enough. Same with Bill Russell, who's won a hell of a lot more championships than Jordan, almost double. 
You know, and he's coached a couple his damn self. So we're just not going to get rid of this discussion. Matter of fact, J. Cole says it best. That's right, Vietnam's finest right there. Had to give a shout out to them. You know, we both from Vietnam. Halftime. Y'all already know how to do this. Get your popcorn, get your hot dogs, get your water, get your soda, use the bathroom, but just keep me on. Do a quick little hot take for y'all. I wanted to bring to the y'all to y'all's attention about Dak Prescott. That's the quarterback off of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he's getting a little slighted. They just brought in Andy Dalton from the Cincinnati Bengals, who was the starter for quite a while. Went to the playoffs. They were actually a good regular season team. Andy Dalton is no slouch. Injury prone. He had a couple of inconsistent seasons. But still, if you give him sufficient talent around him, he'll be just fine. You know, like he'll he'll make he'll make he'll make a nice little he'll make your team look decent. And Dak Prescott is still looking to get his contract. But you gonna take some of the money that you could have thrown towards Dak and put it towards Andy Dalton, who's the backup, or at least who would come into the team as the backup quarterback. And he just got re uh, uh, released by the Bengals. I don't know, dude. That's looking a little fishy to me. And if I'm Dak Prescott. I might consider looking elsewhere. Just some food for thought. We could see Dak Prescott not on the Cowboys very soon, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, you're going to pay everybody else but your starting quarterback? And he done done all right for you. Like, if this was Romo, he'd have a 10-year deal locked up easy. Half two. It's the last dance, ladies and gentlemen. The last dance. Episodes 5 and 6. We're going to start it off with episode 5, of course. And again, Isaiah Thomas. I hate the fact that he's getting the short end of the stick. It was a shame that his ass was not on that dream team. If you think about it, in terms of point guards and shooting guards, you had John Stockton, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, and um, Clyde Drexler. Realistically, you had to either take off Stockton... Or Christian Leitner. Like, those are the only two options. Everybody else, you can make the case for why Isaiah Thomas shouldn't be up there. But Isaiah Thomas, talent-wise, deserved, talent deserved to be on that team. Chemistry-wise, his ass probably did not, though. They didn't like him, obviously. He had a lot of issues. Matter of fact, case in point, Magic Johnson. There was a rumor that Isaiah Thomas apparently spread that Magic Johnson was by. That don't sit too well with folks. You know, as a grown man, I, I'd be tight myself if I got called by. So, it makes sense as to why Isaiah Thomas did get slighted. I hope now people are changing their opinion of him. He does seem like a nice dude, upstanding uh, citizen. Yeah, he might have been a little tough back then, but again, that's back then. Also, we got a little Jordan and Clyde action. Jo Jordan and Clyde, the Glide Drexler action in terms of his... What, were, were they a challenge? Like, who was really coming at after Jordan? You saw Ewing. You saw um, Charles Barkley. You even saw Kobe Bryant. Oh, dude. When they brought out the Kobe scenes, and, and it, it it just broke down their relationship. Like, 
Mind you, Jordan spoke about this a little bit at Kobe's funeral when he said they were older, like they were big brother and little brother. Uh, and, and just seeing Kobe speak on Jordan during this documentary, like, matter of fact, I, 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 you know I had to sit up here and just, you guys know I had to play the clip for y'all. Hold on, here you go. You know, I truly hate having discussions about who would win one-on-one. You're a fan saying, hey, Kobe, you beat Michael one-on-one. I feel like, yo, what you get from me is from him. I won't get five championships here without him because he guided me so much. So, yeah, like I said, it's just a, it was a good tribute, and, and I greatly appreciated it. Episode 6. This one kind of highlighted just all the burdens that Jordan really had to shoulder on himself. I mean, as a man, as a black man, if I'm in Jordan's shoes, you have a tremendous platform to be able to help out other black folks to speak on their behalf, to give them more empowerment, to, like, to just, you know, empower the youth, to just give back to the black community, to encourage folks. That that's a lot of power. That's a lot of responsibility. And I hate the fact that Jordan got the short end of the stick on this one, man. He there was a candidate, the first black, the first black mayor of Charlotte, and um, he was trying to go after Harvey Gantt was his name, by the way. He was trying to. He was running at the time, and. Jordan didn't necessarily back him. He threw money towards his campaign. He just didn't publicly back him. And people kind of slandered Jordan for that. I get it. Again, for for what I just said, as a black man, you got to sit up there and take the platform that you've been given. But he also got to worry about himself too in his paper. So I, I, it's tough because at the same breath, like while I was saying he got to worry about his paper, he was gambling away his paper. That was another issue that Jordan that was highlighted in the documentary where he was gambling away like an obscene amount of money, at least what obscene to us was probably a chump chance to Jordan. It, it just seems, I hate the fact that Jordan had to go through a lot of shit back then. And this was kind of personal stuff and it seemed as though folks were attacking his character when I don't think it was needed. Like, people sitting over there saying, oh, well, I wonder if Jordan's throwing games because he's gambling. No, he's not. He's not trying to purposely lose. And they said, and it it, it, it it was the perception of everything. Because this thing kind of came out, the whole gambling issue came out during when they played the Suns in the finals. And Jordan go down, go and, and the Bulls go down 0-2. And before game two, and their loss in game two, Jordan was caught seen in a casino. So it sucks that all of this occurred. I get why it occurred. But it just showed you that. Jordan had a lot of shit going on with him personally, and I really appreciate the fact that the Last Dance documentary is highlighting all of this because as a 90s baby, I didn't see this. I was, I was alive, but I didn't see this stuff growing up. So it's just good insight and context into what Jordan was actually going through during this time. All right, everybody, that's all the time I have for you all. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. I really, truly do appreciate it. Please continue to subscribe, tell anybody who's anybody. And again, I hope you all have a wonderful week. Just continue to stay positive, stay safe. Um, Social distancing is a big deal. Quarantine yourself as much as possible. I'm saying you want to go out and say you have to go out sometimes too. But again, just take your health and safety as a top priority. Again, hope you all have a wonderful time. Tell anybody who's anybody. 
subscribe to the channel. Follow me on the IG page at getabucket underscore pod. All right, see you all.